On today's episode of the podcast, I make my picks, I catch up on English Premier League, I talk MLB, look into the NFL, and I have a new top 10. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. very beautiful Saturday everyone I hope everyone had a good week uh, is enjoying their early start to the Saturday uh, definitely going to be a great day great weekend hopefully the weather keeps up the way it is I am golfing tomorrow morning like I have been and I haven't really golfed the last couple weeks so hopefully things work out well uh, for the course but we will just have to wait and see. Um, but definitely an interesting weekend going on. We definitely have the race for the wild card going on in the AL with the Jays, Red Sox, and the Yankees currently going on back and forth between the three teams. So that's definitely interesting what's going on with that wild race. The AL East doesn't seem to be within reach for the three teams with Tampa Bay playing extremely well. But the final couple weeks are going to be coming down to the wire. Matchups are definitely playing a key. Uh, we definitely do have uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees playing at least one more series before we go. Jays and Red Sox are done for their series. And I think the Yankees and Jays are done as well. So definitely going to be an interesting matchup going into the final couple weeks for the race of October. Uh, Red Sox end with the Washington Nationals uh, for their final three games. So definitely something to look into uh, definitely gonna be great uh, with the matchups and depending on who the wild card is going to be um, it's going to be a great matchup no matter what as you know it is like a little play in game uh, for that now with the way things have changed but uh, going to other areas in the world of sports uh, we do have the Ryder Cup kicking off next week uh, which is exciting because uh, the new year, new golf year has kicked off. I will be talking about the tournament that's going on as we go into the episode of the podcast. But, you know, a lot of things have been uh, brought into conversation. Brooks Kepka making comments because he had an interview with uh, golf.com. Uh, and, you know, we've seen all this stuff going on. And, you know, we, people are wondering whether he should just relinquish his spot, give it to someone. I know some people are upset that Patrick Reed, a.k.a. Captain America, is not on the team. And and this is a young roster. And, you know, it's amongst the like, top 10 golfers in the world, um, basically competing on Team USA. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Definitely going to be an interesting matchup. It is playing in Wisconsin, which is good. Europe is definitely going to have a good team as well. And we're looking forward to it. It's going to be... A great tournament. I know a lot of people are wondering what's going to happen, so on and so forth. But, you know, it's definitely going to be a, a good tournament. It's going to be a lot of, not, well, sorry, it's going to be a good matchup for this. So I'm just pulling up Team Europe because when I m mentioned Team USA, it just was released. Uh, so now they finally came out with uh, Europe's uh, final roster. So we have Paul Casey, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, Sergio Garcia, Tyrell Hatton, Victor Hovland, Shane Lowry, Rory McIlroy, 
Ian Poulter, John Rahm, Burden Weisenberger, and then Lee Westwood. And then you have your captains, Patrick Harrington, Luke Donald, Robert Carlson, Martin Keimer, Graham McDowell, Hendrick Stenson. Uh, Patrick Harrington is the captain, Donald Weiss, and Roberts, or sorry, Donald and Carlson are the vice, or sorry, Donald, Carlson, Keimer, McDowell, and Stenson are all the vice captains. So definitely have a lot of experience there and definitely going to be interesting to see. And the matchups are going to be good. Now, if I were to predict, um, like I said, it's a young U.S. team. You have Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantley, who just won FedEx in the Tour Championship, Bryson DeChambeau, who has been, you know, winning, but also been entertaining at the same time the last couple of weeks. Uh, Tony Finau, you have Harry English, or sorry, Harris English, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Colin Moore, Kawa, Xander Shifley, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, and JT, Justin Thomas, with Stricker as the captain, Couples, Furick, Zach Johnson, Love the Third, and Mickelson as your vice captains. So how is this going to play out? What's this going to be like? Uh, right now, if you were to look at it on paper, Team USA definitely does have the best team. Um, if I were to pick uh, as of right now, I would say it would probably go to Team Europe. Just because I do like the experience. I do like who they have. Um, right now, there's a lot of stuff going on off of the off of everything off the field as per se right now with USA because you know there's this talks with Brooks and uh, DeChambeau now there's Brooks making comments what's that doing for the camaraderie of the team it's gonna be interesting to see going into it uh, can they just forget what's going on off the field or off the course sorry and you know let it be we'll have to wait and see um, a lot of attention is being focused on Brooks Kepka. Earlier on, it was Kepka and DeChambeau, whether they're going to be playing together, what their attitudes going to be like with each other. It is hard to say. They do have a stacked team. But again, I do like Europe. It is a match play style, so we know how well these guys can play. Um, so it's very different. Um, some of them don't really play well in match. Um, I can see, you know, Morikawa doing well, Berger, Cantley, uh, Finau, uh, Shoffley. Those guys, even Spieth, can all adapt their game to that. I'm not saying they all can't, but it's a different strategy when you're playing um, match play. And you know what? Sometimes they do alternate shots. Well, they are going to be doing alternate shots as well. So you're also going to be feeding off of your partner as well. So we will see how it all plays out. Everything starts off next Friday on the 24th, finishes on the 26th. So it's definitely going to be a great three days, and I'm definitely going to be excited to be watching it. So make sure you do uh, tune into that. Again, a new golf season has kicked off. We have the Fortinet Championship going on. Um, not many people, well, there are people in this. You have uh, Will Salatoris in here, Harold Wallner, Kuchers in there. Uh, let me just take a look at who else. Uh, Matsuyama is in here as well. Wu Kim. Uh, Duffner's in here, which you haven't heard much from as well. Canadian Taylor Pendrith is in it. Um, what was it? Uh, Adam Hadwin was three back of the lead on Thursday. Didn't even make the cut. Uh, finished at minus one for the two days. You have Adam Sevenson at minus four there. Uh, teeing off today. 
it is two hours behind us, so they're going off at 10.10 right now, or 10.10 uh, right now, because they're a couple hours behead, or behind, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But right now, uh, Maverick McNeely is in the lead. Tees off at 2 o'clock. Um, had a good first two rounds, 68 and 64. Uh, Bull Hosler at 10 under, uh, 70 and 64. So he had a big round uh, yesterday. So definitely exciting to see. But um, it is a small tournament. You know, like when you're looking at it here, all the big names again are prepping for uh, the, the Ryder Cup. A lot of Canadians in this one, um, the most I've seen in a while. So you have Michael Glillick in there, like Nick Taylor. I mentioned Adams, um, Hadwin. Adam Sevenson is in there as well. Taylor Spedrith. David Hearn was in it as well. I saw Roger Sloan. Um, Adam Hadwin. But unfortunately, Hadwin, Sloan did not make it into the weekend. Hearn did not make it either as well. Finished with two over. So it definitely was the big week for Canadian golfers. Um, looks like, I think... Looks like it was split in the middle. Three cut making it through. Three did not. So um, it's still earlier on. Like I said, the, the Tour Championship was just two weeks ago. We have the Ryder Cup kicking off next week. So it will definitely be interesting uh, for next week. Next week's the big event. So as much as you have golfers in here, there are many golfers with names. Charles Howell III, Snedeker is still there. James Hahn, um, J.B. Holmes, Adam Long, uh, Martin Trainer. Uh those guys were playing in the tournament. Unfortunately, those guys that I named did not make the cut. So Aaron Baddeley, if you're not familiar with him. Uh, I did mention Siwoo Kim, Duffner. There are names if you are familiar with uh, some of the golfers here. But Zalatoris, who is just coming off winning the Rookie of the Year, um, is sitting at 9-under with uh, three back of the lead. Let's see what he does today. Uh, round three is currently going on with round four going. So unfortunately, I, ha I don't know who's finishing or I don't know who's going to be finishing at the top as of right now going into round three uh, with so many late starts. Uh, but I will cover it all on Monday's episode of the podcast. But it is good to start talking about tournaments again. Um, I'll be getting more into depth, especially with the Ryder Cup. Maybe next Wednesday I do a special on the Ryder Cup, or Monday's episode I have a little special about the Ryder Cup. Maybe. We'll just have to wait and see, because you know I've done multiple golf specials um, in regards to all the majors tournaments. Hey, why not talk about the history of the Ryder Cup as well? So, I did talk about baseball, the race for the AL wildcard. Might as well just catch up on all of MLB standings as we're talking right now. Now, because you know what, I haven't really been talking much about baseball. It's not that I am ignoring it, it's just with the start of the NFL coming back, everything going on, it's definitely interesting to see. All right, so with uh, the AF, sorry, not the AFC East, the AL East, we have the Rays uh, right now in the lead, 92. Red Sox are back by 8.5, Yankees are 9, and then... You have the Jays sitting at nine and a half. So right now, you do have the Red Sox and the Yankees sitting in that wild card spot. White Sox are in the lead in their uh, division with the AL Central, and then you have the Astros uh, in their lead as well, 87-60. So it's definitely just like kind of the old days where basically 
Um, the AL East is definitely being uh, the, the best team right now. Uh, so going over to the next, uh, the, the National League Braves are in the lead with theirs, 76-69 right now for their wins and loss. Um, Brewers are leading the NL at the moment with 90 wins. And then you have the Giants, the Dodgers uh, sitting there. So Dodgers are holding on into the other wild card spot with the Cardinals uh, catching up as, actually, let me just take a look here. Yeah, Dodgers, and you have the Cardinals uh, right now holding on to those wild card spots. Uh, Padres, when you hope that they would do well, they've definitely fallen off. Um, hopefully they can try and catch up to the Cardinals. Uh, they're actually about a uh, game back of them, so we'll see. They may snag that one and face the Dodgers, so we may have three teams from the NL West, just like the AL East, uh, making it into the wild card and to the playoffs, so definitely exciting as well. Uh, week four, uh, let me just get myself organized today for English Premier League. We are currently in uh, week five of English Premier League. Yes, uh, first rounds of matches have finished off for today. So we had uh, Leeds playing Newcastle yesterday uh, with a draw, 1-1. Brentford just beat the Wolves today, uh, 2-0. Uh, we had Watford beating Norwich City, 3-1. Arsenal coming with a victory versus Burnley, 1-0. Man City and Southampton drew today, 0-0. And Liverpool beating Crystal Palace. Uh, in full time at uh, three to nil, and then we have uh, one more game going on, which is left: Aston Villa versus Everton. I'll recap that game on Monday with the results plus the tomorrow events as well. We have Leicester City versus Brighton, Tottenham versus Chelsea, which is looks like the game of the day, and then we have West Ham versus Man United. So make sure you're tuning into those games as well. We'll see if Man U can rebound after a dismal disappointing first game in Champions League, losing to the Young Boys 2-1. I did talk about that a little bit on Wednesday's episode of the podcast, but uh, let's just focus on English Premier League. I'll just check the table at the moment. Uh, So, well, just because we had matches played today, Liverpool is at the top with uh, four wins, one draw, zero losses. Man City, three wins, one draw, one loss. Man United, uh, which hasn't played their fifth match, currently sitting with three wins and one draw. Chelsea, same record. Everton, same as well. And then we have those games, uh, those teams playing tomorrow, uh, like discussed. So that will complete it right there. And then Everton's playing, and well, the match will kick off in about 21 minutes uh, as I'm recording this. It's about 12.10 uh, Eastern time in Canada. So, uh, if you are watching those games, make sure you tune in and check them out. Uh, So, it's NFL, as you know, week two. I do have a top ten for today. Um, I will get to that later on. But we definitely have a lot of interesting games this week when it comes to it. I will be making my picks, as always. Giants and Washington played on Thursday. I did mention I did like the Giants to win. Um, came close. Uh, they lost by one point. If you watched the game, you saw the Giants basically give away the game. Um, Daniel Jones did as much as he could. Saquon Barkley has been in question. Um, he will not be in my top 10 today. I will be doing uh, top 10 players who need to step it up in week two. Kind of inspired. 
by what I saw, uh, especially with Darius Slayton uh, not getting the ball. Now, uh, when I say not getting the ball, there's a throw there where it basically would have ended the game for uh, Washington right there. They definitely would have been catching up. Would have put the Giants up in 10. Unfortunately, they had to settle for three. And then uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but how the game ended with a little offside with a field goal got Washington to re-kick the field goal because guess what? They missed on the first attempt and they won it right there, uh, losing or winning 30-29. to 29. But the Giants, in my opinion, gave away that game with all the miscues plus a penalty giving a touchdown back um, as well. Uh, Slayton uh, not being able to haul in that ball. You can kind of say it was the throw, but Slayton also could have dove out and caught the ball as well, uh, trying to make that catch. But in the words of Peyton Manning, if you can put a hand on the ball, you can catch the ball. So definitely a disappointing game uh, for the Giants. And we'll see how everything goes next week. Uh, let me just pull up week three schedule. Uh, let me just see. Giants are playing the Falcons. Let's see how they rebound there. And you have Washington versus Buffalo in Buffalo. So Washington's definitely got a tough matchup as well. But week two will still continue on. Uh, definitely have some interesting games, which I will be choosing for. Um, tomorrow's game for the Colts will definitely be interesting. I will try to watch as much as I can. I do have my adult uh, co-ed semifinals tomorrow, so we will be missing part of the game, um, but I will try to watch it as much as I can. Uh, so Rams, Colts, that is a big game for Indianapolis. Last week was, you know, uh, it was tough to watch. Definitely putting the pressure on uh, Carson Wentz and that team. Uh, making throws, getting sacks, hit. Carson Wentz was hit 15 times. So Colts definitely need to step up. And they are playing a very good team that dismantled the Bears last week. Uh, but the one thing I did like that the Bears did uh, in their matchup against um, the Rams was how well they ran the ball. That's what I'm looking at here. They ran the ball very well. David Montgomery had 16 carries for 108 yards. And can they do that, Indy, with their, their, their type of offense that they have? They do have uh, three running backs, four running backs, and can definitely run the ball. Starting with JT, you have Naheem Hines. Also, you have Marlon Mack and Jordan Wilkins. So you have players that can move the ball. So look for them to try to attack them. Uh, that's the one thing. As much as they had Aaron Donald, they were still able to get 108 yards on the ground and still able to run. And that was David Montgomery. Again, but they got to the quarterback. Um, Bears offensive line had some struggles. And so have the Colts. The one thing that's good is you have Eric Fisher potentially returning tomorrow. Um, bad news is no Braden Smith for the Indianapolis Colts. So you get your left tackle, but you lose your right tackle at the same time. So it will be an interesting matchup for tomorrow for the Colts. And the matchup that I brought up um, earlier on, Aaron Donald versus Quentin Nelson. That's basically, if you're a fan of the game, as much as you're seeing quarterback versus quarterback, running back, all this stuff, you literally have arguably the best guard in football versus the best defensive tackle in football going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. That's what, that's what you're looking for, and it's going to be remarkable. It's going to be an epic battle. That's if, if you're that big of a fan of football, that's the matchup right there that you would love to see and definitely will definitely be intriguing to watch tomorrow. Uh, but there are some good games tomorrow as well. Uh, we have the Raiders and the Steelers. We'll see how that goes. Uh, 49ers, Eagles. 
both of them coming off of big wins. Uh, 49ers played Detroit. Eagles played Atlanta. So how can they play against each other? 49ers do have the better defense, so we'll see. Uh, Saints and Panthers, a divisional battle, which is great. You have Bills and Dolphins as well. Patriots and Jets, you have the battle of the rookies. So that's going to be my first game of the week uh, for one of my picks. Jets versus Pats. Why not? You have two rookie quarterbacks going there. Um, we, we know who was drafted ahead of Mac Jones. You have Zach Wilson there. So look at that right there. It's one of mine. Uh, Bengals and Bears, I'll choose that as my second game. Why? Andy Dalton returns home. He, he returns to Cincinnati. That's definitely going to be a good game as well. Um, I'm going to go with Chiefs and Ravens as my third. Why not? We've seen so many battles of Mahomes versus Lamar, and we've had those conversations multiple, multiple times on you know who's going to be the best one there. And who's going to succeed the most? And we saw the Ravens struggle. And, well, can they bounce back with this game? That is the question. Um, one, we want to see another game here, Vikings and Cardinals. I am liking that. Um, Kyler Murray had a great game. Their defense was just phenomenal last week against the Titans. And we saw what Chandler Jones did. Can they repeat that and do that with the Vikings? And I'm going to go with Packers. Versus the Lions as my final game, the Monday Nighter. Um, I will be discussing that late at night after the game is completed. Um, why do I have that game there? Well, why not? Rodgers needs to bounce back, and can Jared Goff bounce back as well? That's what we're looking at. Uh, so if I were to make my picks, I'm going with the Pats. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um for, for the Chiefs and the Ravens, I look for the Chiefs and look for the Chiefs to, you know, get themselves in control of that game. So Chiefs and then lastly, Packers. Why? Because I, I want them to bounce back. That's what we're looking at here. Um, looks like I'm going with all the big games here. Um, but we need to see those teams bounce back and get some wins. Vikings fell short in OT. Uh, pads fell against the Dolphins. Bengals had a good win in OT. A battle between the Chiefs and the Browns was great last week. Uh, and then again, Packers-Lions, both of them fell big uh, to their opponents last week. Definitely coming out not the best, uh, but they were able to put up points with uh, the 49ers. Um, they definitely got some points. They got more points scored than what the, the Packers were able to do against the Saints. That's what it's basically here. Um so definitely going to be interesting. So those are my five games for tomorrow. Uh, hopefully I'm a lot better than last week going one and four. Uh, that was just a tough one. So we will see how everything goes. And I will discuss my picks on Monday. It will be a late recording of the podcast just because I need to wait for the Packers and for uh, the Lions to finish. That game is kicking off at 8.20. All right. So uh, it is now time for my top 10. So, uh, tonight's top 10, it was a little, you know, motivator from week one and also seeing um, the, the Giants and the Washington game for players that need to step up and make uh, proper plays or help out their team. So, players uh, that need to step up in week two. So, those are my 10 players for tonight. So, I am going to be kicking off with that. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. 
Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Starting off at number 10, uh, we are looking at Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton had a mediocre game, a managing game. If he wants to keep his job, he's definitely going to need to spread the ball, definitely be more accurate with his passes, or you'll see Justin Fields taking over, which I think most Bears uh, fans are looking forward to see. Uh, number 9, we're going to go with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan with his first performance um, last week, not Sorry, I shouldn't say first performance, first game. Not really a great outing. Threw the ball 35 times, only 164 yards in the air. I get it. Um, you know, you don't have all your same weapons, no Julio, but you still have Calvin Ridley. They went out and drafted you a tight end um, to help you out. But again, you have to spread that ball around. I know the offense isn't the best, but you were playing the Eagles, which is um, a little question marks there um, with their defense. But... The Falcons should definitely be stepping up, and Matt Ryan could be a lot better with his passes and getting those throws in. Number eight, we're going with Mac Jones. I know it was his first game uh, as a starter in the regular season, but growth, but definitely he can definitely move the ball, make some better uh, decisions uh, when we're looking at the game. Um, you know what? I know you're playing against the Dolphins, and it's a divisional game, but you definitely need to make sure that you are able to move it. I know it was a heartbreak in the end uh, with that, with the fumble, uh, but definitely want to see a little bit more uh, for Mac Jones because you definitely want to get that offense going. Again, you you only scored 16 points. Let's see if you can get more as well and use those weapons around you. Trevor Lawrence, he had big yardage on the day, three TDs, but turnovers. That's the one thing that killed him uh, when we went into that game. Three turnovers, three picks. I get it. Debut. Uh, divisional game as well. And you know what? You you have to learn to bounce back. And hopefully that he does bounce back in his next game. Number six, Dalvin Cook. Um, I didn't know whether to put him at number six or keep him a little bit lower. Uh, 61 yards on the ground on 20 carries. He had a TD. He had 40 yards catching. But again, you have to take advantage. You were one of the best running backs last year, um, and you have to make sure you're moving that ball and getting yards and helping out your quarterback. It was a tight one. It was an OT loss. I get it. But you are getting paid as a top-tier running back, and you are one of the best running backs in the game. So someone needs to step up and get that ball moving when you're getting those handoffs, especially with 20 carries. Derrick Henry, same boat as Dalvin Cook. 58 yards on the ground will not do it. I get it. You faced a very good Cardinals defense. They did their job and slowed you down. But again, you need to make sure that you're getting it there. And you had no touchdowns. Uh, The team itself didn't play the best. Uh, Even your quarterback wasn't playing his best. Ryan Tannenhill, only 200 yards. Uh, But Derrick Henry, when the offense is focused on you, you definitely have to get over that and be able to take down that... uh, strong defensive line that's trying to prevent you from running uh, so much but again 58 yards on the ground on 17 carries does not help out your team uh colt's o-line uh definitely needs to step up against uh the la rams this week last week was dismal again you may have only given up three sacks but your quarterback got hit 15 times the run game did not get off to the best jt had about 50 i had about around 50 yards almost 60 yards on the ground He definitely needs to, again, but right now the offensive line was the focus. They have to be able to protect and get this offense going and protect Carson Wentz. Number three, I'm going with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. 
Why am I going with Ezekiel Elliott? Well, because for so many years, the Cowboys have been the focus of being one of the best teams. And, you know, pressure on Ezekiel Elliott to try and be that best running back. Well, guess what? He had a total of 39 yards. I guess when you're going into a shootout, but if you want to control and win games and try and keep quarterbacks off the field, you want to use your running back as a game manager. He only had 11 carries. I get that. At the same time, too, only 33 yards. And even when he gets his catches, only six yards. So he, they're either focusing, they're going to be focusing on him. I get it. But at the same time, too, you got paid. You got the money that you wanted. Be the superstar running back that you are, because it may not be long until you're going to get replaced. But he needs to step up and move that ball with his carries. Because when I look at the score, they were never getting blown out. At one point, they were leading the game. But when it comes to dire seconds, it's it's about getting him there and getting advantages because guess what? If they're going to call it, they're definitely going to call passes in favor of it if you're not stepping up your game. Uh, number two, Lamar Jackson. I get it. This game against the Raiders went into a shootout, went into OT. We saw how it went with Lamar Jackson getting stripped. A, you got to hold the bar, ball a lot better. B, you have to be more accurate with your passes. You went 19 for 30. Um, I get it. It's only 11 passes missed, but it's key passes that you need to have. And also control your passes. Make sure you're maintaining your pocket, but also make sure you're being more accurate on the run. Uh, I know it's a team event, but from what I'm seeing here, Lamar Jackson definitely needs to step it up in the pass game. We get it that you ran the ball. We all know you can. But again, when I talked about Lamar earlier on, it's the shootouts that need to happen. Uh, your arm is going to be your best weapon when you're facing uh, those tough teams. And lastly, Aaron Rodgers is my number one. I get it. And I know on Wednesday, I'm like, well, we should all just relax here for a moment. You know, we don't think that everything's going to be happening or Aaron Rodgers is, you know, not going to be playing uh, their best. But at the same time, too. Uh, Rodgers needs to step up. He is the leader of that team. He is, you know, the quarterback. He has to be at their best spot and give them the best chance to survive because guess what? The Packers got blown out, and they got blown out hard. Uh, so that was my 10 players that need to step it up in Week 2. So again, Andy Dalton, Matt Ryan, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, the Colts offensive line, Ezekiel Elliott, Lamar Jackson, and also Aaron Rodgers. So we will see how everything uh, goes going forward. Hopefully those players do step it up and play very, very well. Uh, if not, we may have a discussion on players that need to step up in week three. Well, that's it for today's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed my uh, 10 players. I need to step it up uh, for week two in the NFL. Um, but then Monday, uh, we do have a lot to uh, cover. Uh, Monday, I'll recap my picks. So again, I'm going with the Pats, the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Vikings, and the Packers uh, for that. And Monday's podcast will be a little bit later just because of uh, the game going on Monday night with the Packers and the Lions. Uh, also recapping English Premier League. Uh, also talk uh, PGA because this new season is back. Also, I will catch up on LPGA as well. Uh, Ryder Cup is this week, so we'll be doing a little special on Monday's episode of the podcast to discuss that as well. But um, tonight, going to a TFC game. It's my second 
uh, outdoor sporting event that I went to. I went to the Jays and the Sox because I had to take advantage of my Red Sox being in town. Um, but it definitely will be exciting. I'll be talking about that as well uh, because as we're getting back into the swing of things during with the pandemic, we do have sporting events starting. So we have, you know, the Scotiabank Center opening up with the Raptors and the Leafs. Um, I am not a Leafs fan, but again, those are the closest venues that I have in Canada to attend games. So Raptors will be back. Um, also, Ottawa, other areas in Canada as well, they'll be allowing fans, depending on if we have a, another wave, but hopefully everything works out. Um, also, I'll talk about how my fantasy team did as well, because, um, you know, it is fantasy. And... Uh, much, much more. Catch up on with the race of baseball as well. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, enjoy uh, your Saturday night. Have a great day. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. <music>